Blog Talk Radio. Around the world with our sister, Dr. Ava Muhammad. So we are excited to be here. We are thankful to be here. Um, so we're we're here. We're enjoying, and we're going to enjoy tonight. We're going to enjoy this conversation, and our sister, Dr. Ava, will be on soon. And we just can't wait to hear from her. So we're going to get started. Right away. So, as you know, uh, Savior's Day, Savior's Day, Savior's Day is right around the corner. Savior's Day is February the 15th through the 17th. We're going to have some more information about that tonight. We're going to talk about Savior's Day. And for those that don't know, it's like the Christmas for the Muslims. It's our annual convention, and we will be in Chicago, Illinois. And, oh, my goodness. Big shout-out to all of you all that are in Chicago. Prayers are being sent for you. Uh, I was talking to our sister, Dr. Ava, earlier, and she was happy that it's like minus 2 or minus 1 degrees with a wind wind chill factor of minus 15. And she was actually happy about that because she said the wind chill factor was minus 50 earlier. So it's showing that it's getting warmer. And I had a friend that was in Texas that she would never complain about 40 and 50 degree weather, especially when you're in uh, minus and zero and all of that. Troy, Michigan, or just the Michigan in general, had a, the governor declared a state of emergency because of the drop in temperature. So we're hoping 
that all of our people um, stay safe. And it's very interesting. We know that God has stored up, stored up uh, snow. And he said that, you know, the minister said, watch the weather. And we saw the hurricanes, all of the rain last year, um, Hurricane Michael, Hurricane, you know, all those hurricanes that came, whether last year, year before, Irma, and all those hurricanes. And then we saw on the West Coast all of those fires. Now we're seeing crazy cold temperatures and snow. So it is the sign of the time for all of America. So, yes, this is Brother Terrence. We're going to be waiting to hear from our sister, Dr. Ava, who will be coming on shortly. But we want to make sure that the callers go ahead and get lined up. 563-999-3065. Press 1 if you want to speak. And as I was saying, Savior's Day is February 15th through the 17th. You can go to NOI.org, NOI.org, to learn more about Savior's Day and the things that are going on. But those that want to vend, vending is up now. Vending is on Friday and Saturday. So you can go and find out about vending at NOI.org. Go to the Savior's Day link and going on. And, of course, on the 17th, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan will be delivering the keynote address at the United Center, United Center in Chicago. Registration is up now. You can go ahead and register for Savior's Day. You can get your Sunday ticket. Please do not play around and wait to get tickets at the last minute because tickets have been known many years consistently to be sold out, and people will be looking for tickets, and they just sold out. People ain't going to be – they don't even be scalping. They ain't even trying to sell these tickets. They're just trying to hold on them to themselves. So you want to make sure that you register and get your tickets early for Savior's Day. Also, continue to follow. Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan on social media, Twitter and Instagram at Louis Farrakhan and on Facebook, Minister Louis Farrakhan. So we want to make sure that you're in tune, up to date, and know what is coming out of the mouth of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, that of divine guidance. As we look at the cover of the Final Call newspaper, God has come to answer our cry for justice the centerfold message from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan in the latest edition of the Final Call newspaper. And you can go to finalcall.com or digital.finalcall.com. So once again, you're tuning in to Ask Dr. Ava. She will be on shortly. And, you know, I'm going to jump right on in. As I was stating earlier, this weather is is extremely cold. And shout out um, some of my folks in Newark, New Jersey, that are making sure that people have warming stations and know those locations and a warming station. Some of my people um, uh, sent out a list for different um, warming stations in the Midwest uh, that people can go to and get warm. I saw a post on Facebook, our student minister in Detroit, student minister Troy, meeting up at a location at 6 p.m. today to go out to make sure the homeless uh, have somewhere to go. And I think also in Chicago, Somebody put up some money to get at least 70 homeless people into hotel rooms to get them off the street. Um, so we know we know the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan has asked us to do acts of kindness, and we want to make sure that we are taking care of those that are not able to take care of themselves to make sure that they are out of the cold, out of this weather. And just know, and one of my uh, one of the believers in the mosque made a mention that 
But just because it's not snow in your area, the weather for your area will be coming soon. So if you don't pray for those in the cold, then you may need some prayers when the rain comes, the tornadoes come, the hurricanes come, the earthquakes come, the mudslides come, the fire come in your neighborhood as we are seeing all of these things take place through our country. Also, we want to um, save this day, save this day. We're in the season of raising Savior's Day gift. Shout out to student minister Kai Deer Muhammad, who was in Charlotte, North Carolina last weekend, raising that Savior's Day gift, and will be in Durham, North Carolina, this Saturday, raising Savior's Day gift for the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and all those cities and uh, places around the country that are and the world that are making that their way to get to Savior's Day, but raise that gift for the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan to do what he has been doing and will continue to do for black people. And, you know, it's interesting as we're watching this weekend as the Super Bowl, uh, and if you are going to the Super Bowl, because a lot of us are not watching football or watching the NFL, and none of us, some of us are not even dealing with the Super Bowl, and some of us making sure people continue to boycott. But for those that are not boycotting, for those that are going to Atlanta, we got to give a shout-out to Blue Seas Restaurant down there in the Bluff. So if you're in Atlanta, make sure that all those people down in Atlanta coming for the Super Bowl, that they go by Blue Seas Restaurant and open up late hours this weekend to get fed for the Super Bowl. So we want to make sure that y'all are not just down there in Atlanta and not directing people to the best food that they can get at Blue Seas Restaurant down in ATL. Like I said, we're not going to just sit here. We're not going to just be, we're not just going to hear my voice all night. Like I said, our sister Dr. Ava is going to come on. We're going to talk about being at the Hyatt for Savior's Day and the things that are going to be taking place, the children's village, the workshops, all of the things that's going to be taking place at Savior's Day. You know, we're getting all those last bits and pieces together uh, to make this a joyous and exciting Savior's Day. And it's always exciting to see all of the new faces, all the believers coming literally from all over the world um, to attend this wonderful event. And, hey, did I just hear? I know you heard. So, uh uh uh-oh, so the one and only, the one that we waited for, the one that you have come to hear because I know you're like, okay, Brother Tim, we got all of the information. When is she coming? When is she coming? We need the force and power of being. We need real love. We need a new measurement of, you know, unit of measurement. We need all of these things that she want to give to us. And here she is, our sister, Dr. Ava. Welcome to your show. Well, thank you for This is your slut anyway. This is your <laughs> Yes, this, it is. It this, is this, our show. It's the people's show. La, but all praises due to Allah. Assalamu alaikum, Brother Terrence, to you and our great executive producer, Sister Rona Muhammad, and all who are tuned in via internet at blogtalkradio.com forward slash elevated places, and our loyal callers who Tune in and call in 563-999-3065. Our old ones, new ones, all everyone. We thank Allah over and over again for the most honorable Elijah Muhammad and his national representative, 
the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. And as you said, Brother Terrence, uh, this is uh, 2019. We know the significance of that number 19. That 19 is God's signature. And That's right. this was taught on extensively by our beloved mother, Tynetta Muhammad, and it, it's worth our study to uh, pursue that. Now, um, as you indicated, the um, we're actually to, today literally is two weeks out literally. from two weeks out. Two weeks from tonight, the Blog Talk uh, family uh, will meet at the Hyatt Regency McCormick in Chicago, Illinois. The Hyatt Regency McCormick is this year's host hotel. And um, we will launch the weekend on Thursday night with elevated places at the Hyatt Regency McCormick. And next Thursday, we'll give you the, the exact room. And of course, we will broadcast live from there. And we look forward to having uh, many of you who call in and, and are just known by voice and people don't know your faces. And then some of our previous guests, which we'll give you a list next week, but Brother Terrence and Sister Rona and I were reviewing some of the blog talk guests from over the years, and it is a star-studded list. It is unbelievable, uh, the array of talent and gifts and achievement of black people who have been on elevated places and some of them will uh, be with us but we want the family to get together sort of like a reunion uh, and see one another live give each other the greetings and enjoy ourselves that's thursday night at 7 p.m central uh, in chicago it will be seven o'clock and so we look forward to having you. The room meeting rooms are beautiful. This year, uh, we will not have to travel miles and miles like Westward Ho to be uh, like the pioneers did from the East Coast to Los Angeles, right, or like right. <laughs> like our. A Native American family who 35,000 years ago had to walk uh, across what was then land from the coast of Africa to uh, across what is now the Atlantic Ocean to North America to serve time for their rebellion against God. Along with us, the tribe of Shabazz, we're locked up here for our rebellion and the biggest rebel of all, the Caucasians. So the three go. have been inmates. We've been inmates together for a long time, and all that's about to end. But all that to say that one reason it took so long to be able to publish the programming information is because we were negotiating with McCormick Place. And I have to give uh, credit to some of our brothers on the executive council for really being uh, strong and and relentless in demanding um, that we get the best space and that the space is in proximity one to the other. So if you are staying at the Hyatt Regency or at Hilton Garden Inn, 
uh, or or the other hotels that are connected in that cluster, um, you'll never have to go outside. But if you're at the Hyatt McCormick, you just come down from your room. You'll walk uh, through a uh, skywalk that crosses over King Drive, very short, crossing the street. But you'll be in, but you'll be above it. And the moment you get on the other side, the instant you get on the other side, it will be Nation of Islam, okay, on lockdown. Everywhere you look, it's going to be the nation. And then some of the events are actually in the hotel where you just go straight downstairs. We're even uh, arranging to have a pop-up restaurant where we're going to take a room of a pop-up what? A pop-up what? Restaurant. <laughs> you mean yeah. food? Like Muslim That's food? right. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, like, I, like I, I, Muslim food okay. in the whole where uh, one of the larger rooms that uh, we don't need, we're going to take that, and uh, the hotel is going to serve, uh, provide a menu, and it's, it's just a special restaurant for the convention. Along along with the other restaurants they already have in the hotel, but then there there's a place right in the in the midst of everything. So um, Thursday night is the uh, Blog Talk Radio. Those of you who are in the labor, you know that the labor's meeting begins on Thursday morning. Many of you come in on Wednesday night, early Thursday. We know Brother Terrence will probably be there tomorrow. <laughs> if I can, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> He's an early bird, but uh, he and Sister Claudette will probably be there uh, this weekend uh, just to get oh, a little ahead of me. She got me beat. She, she got yes, me. Sister got me beat. But I got to be there to make sure she has a seat right up front. She may be there now. She there now. She's probably got the top two floors. That's my girl. Though. There's, there's, no, there's nothing like our queen, Sister Claudette. That's right. Amen. So Friday uh, morning, the uh, lab- the laborers will be engaged Thursday and Friday in some seminar training involving the charges uh, against Minister Farrakhan of anti-Semitism, and the Nation of Islam research team will be partnering with the laborers to develop um, a very uh, scientific and strategic approach to this. Um, and so that will take place Thursday. And then on Friday, uh, Allah willing, we'll hear from, the laborers will hear from Minister Farrakhan. Uh, then there's Juma prayer. And then after that, we will have uh, one block of time left to do some major seminars. We won't have the large number of workshops we've had in previous years. Um, we will have, though, a big uh, seminar on the showdown. If, if you follow Minister Farrakhan, then you know that he uh, called for a showdown with his accusers. That's right. All of these uh, groups, such as the Southern Poverty Law Center, the ADL, Alan Dershowitz, and others who are constantly flapping their lips and jawing, uh, and calling our beloved minister anti-Semitic, we, we've had about enough of it. This has been going on for over years, and so a show a showdown is a final confrontation uh, right. where the conflict either goes one way or the other. So the minister's saying, "Come out and face me." 
Stop attacking me in the press or through your Negro imps. Come out and and face me, okay? And so we're going to have a big seminar on that so that you can get, you who attend it will get insight and understanding as to all, oh, what is this about? What is the spiritual root of this, okay? What is the history so that you yourself, as a follower of Minister Farrakhan or as a supporter in the community or just somebody who has interest in the black community and the future, because you say, well, why do we need to even deal with this? We need to deal with it because it's in the way of our progress, because right. it's a distraction, and because so many of our people – uh, drink the Kool-Aid and believe it, and, and so we have to we have to have some clarification here on and and distinguish truth from falsehood. So the showdown uh, seminar, and then um, we will also have a seminar on because the, outside of dealing with the enemy, you know, we have our own agenda, and our agenda right. is to itself. And so one of the strong components of independence is land, is real estate acquisition, and also business, the science of business and how to develop an economy. These are the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, but we want Mm -hmm. to become laser-focused from a scientific perspective on how to move forward um, now that Minister Farrakhan has declared to Donald Trump that we'll take eight states. So we will have some some people on the panel um, who have expertise in finance and land acquisition and just in economic growth and development that will take place as well. We, We don't, I can't give you the exact, events because they're still in the works, but we will have, have some social events on Friday night. Um, the the workshops will go from 2.30 to 5, and then after that, of course, dinner, and then we'll have activities in the evening. Um, Saturday morning, of course, is our traditional uh, FOI MGT class. Uh, classes take place, and then everyone comes together for the graduation ceremony, which this will be our third annual graduation. And, again, unlike last year where the men had to come from miles away and it took an hour to get everybody in, we're right there. Everybody's right there um, in the Sky Ballroom. And so the FOI will be very near, and we won't have to deal with all that. It won't take as long. And and so after graduation, um, we expect everything to be done by 1130. Uh, hopefully, uh, we will hear from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. And then there will be a break. And at uh, around the 2 o'clock hour, we will start another round of uh, seminars, large seminars. Um, we will be dealing, among other things, with uh, – I don't know what will be on what day as far as uh, – I don't know what day it will be on, but we will have a workshop on disaster preparedness because we are in a time when the need to understand how to survive is greater than ever. Um, 
we absolutely are having a large seminar on separation. Separation. And the separation, project separation team is going to um, help us understand what these town hall meetings are about. This is not a lecture tour of Sister Student Minister Ava Muhammad. It's not a lecture tour. This is a voter registration movement. Okay, we are registering to vote for the exodus. That's what this is about. And there needs to be, just like on the showdown and on the Jew problem, uh, we need a better understanding of separation because some of us are still running around saying it's a state of mind. Uh, We're talking about physical separation. This is not a concept. Uh, This is actual. We already had the mental separation. Um, Maybe we didn't notice, but... When we stopped dressing like streetwalkers and covered up, when the brothers stopped sagging and started wearing suits and ties and became clean-shaven, when many black people who are not registered in the nation stopped eating pork, eating, uh, what is it, scavenger foods such as shrimp, lobster, crab, etc., uh, if you stop using profanity, stop drinking alcohol, stop using tobacco, stop fornicating and committing adultery, all of that, all of that, then you already entered into your mental separation. So stop playing. This is right. real. So we're having right. a separation a town hall. Uh, it won't be a town hall meeting. It will really teach you how to conduct your own town hall meeting, and we will be registering people. Uh, people will be signing the petition for separation all throughout the weekend. Because if you're registered in the nation, uh, where's your signature? Well, you, we're going to get it from you at Savior's Day. Um, and then there there will be uh, uh, several other very significant uh, gatherings in terms of uh, workshops. But we only have that one block of time on Saturday afternoon, which would be uh, right. approximately from uh, 2 to 4 or 2.30 to 4.30, uh, around in that hour. And then we break for dinner. And then the great, the powerful, Infamous. the Infamous. one and only drill competition, the legendary there you drill go. competition. And that, too, will be right over there in the Hyatt McCormick Cluster. Uh, vending will also be over there. You, you, this year, you're not going to have to go on a hunt and seek uh not at adventure. all not at all find out where where is everything it's going to be in your face all praises due to Allah so um that's the convention and then savior's day the Come reason are here well, and right. I don't mean just here in Chicago that weekend but I mean here like breathing living and breathing and seeing the light right period the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, a savior, is born. That will take place on Sunday, the 17th of February, United Center, the United Center, which is about uh, 15 minutes from the hotel. And it, don't don't worry if you don't have an automobile or a ride or anything. We will have uh, shuttle transportation. Uh, the Children's Village this year, is at a facility in an area called Orland Park. 
and there will be shuttle or bus service to that activity as well. And so uh, next week will be uh, even more specific, but I think that about covers it, Brother Terrence. For Savior's I mean, Day. It's a lot, and that covers, uh, I mean, it's, it's one of those Savior's Day you do not want to miss. Not only will you hear from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, but as you said, Dr. Avery, we're not just giving plenaries, not just giving workshops. We're giving how to build the kingdom of God, how to the acquisition of land, how, like I said, we're beyond the mental. We actually planning to separate. And as you said, how do we deal with the natural disasters as God is curtailing America? And as we saw the fires, the rain last year, and then we're seeing the snow and the drop of temperatures, that survival kit is necessary and it's typical that we get it and get it quick, quick, fast, and in a hurry. So what you're going to get at Savior's Day, as you always get, but it's, it's proper and right on time. Time, uh, time dictates the agenda, and it is that time that we get ready for separation because the minister said eight states, so know that God's going to bless us with eight states. Uh, so we have to be prepared to have that. And I did forget to yeah. mention that tomorrow um, is February 1. It will be the 59th anniversary of the Woolworth sit-ins in Greensboro, North Carolina, that started the mm-hmm. sit-in movement. Uh, so we're doing wow. that tomorrow. But And mm-hmm. I say that is because even though we did the sit-in 59 years ago, I just saw some information that just came out that said another black man was hung in a jail the same jail that Sandra Bland was hung in. So, are you serious? Even though, yes. So I haven't gotten all the details, but the reality is that even though um, we celebrate 59 years of a sitting movement for civil rights, we still don't have no civil rights. And you know, there's this whole thing, um, you know, that's in the news about uh, the brother that plays on Empire that got killed or not killed, got beat up in Chicago. Yeah. You know, and people say it wasn't that he was gay. It wasn't that, you know, uh, whatever. It's like he was just a black man. And I bring light to him um, because he was also one of the people that was supporting Bennett College here in Greensboro, North Carolina, that is needed to raise $5 million by tomorrow uh, to save its university. A lot of our universities are in dire needs of financial stability, and a lot of them are going out of business. Um, and we have to support our own like everybody else. So then in college is one that we should support as we lost Morris Brown. Right. Uh, we don't want to lose more of our HBCUs. And it's sad that we even call them HBCU historically black colleges as though they're already gone. Uh, we want to make sure that we support our own. And that's why we support our own MUI. Well, yeah, it's interesting that when the news first broke, you know, the first thing they said was racial and homophobic names. Right. Uh, and then they they cut him, they beat him up, and they put a noose around right. his neck. And we all know who the noose is for. Okay. Clearly. That, that's for the that's for the black man. And and but but once you know Hollywood got hold of it, even you know celebrities, brothers and sisters that I would think would know better, they just left racism out of it. Right. And 
following the initial announcement, the whole focus has been LB, GP, ABC, whatever that is. Uh, because you know that's the new black. Yeah, and to but that's the new black. Mhm. To hear black people, uh, the 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 director of uh, the Butler and the director of Empire, I forgot his name. Mm-hmm. Who is a homosexual? I forgot his name. But Me that's too. that's what he's about. Yeah, he gave a whole little uh, moment, like a, a little mini lecture. Um, and the the actor's name is uh, is it Smollett? Yep, Jesse. Uh, yep, Jesse Smollett. And mm-hmm. so the so the new diversity is homosexual, homophobic. It, you're homophobic right. if you don't agree with it, uh, as right. we know with Kevin Hart, uh, which oh, he only yeah, said. I don't want a son to grow up gay. Mm-hmm. So it's against the law to say that. act and be in the nature in which you're created. And that's deep. That's very deep. You oh. can't even, you know, you can't even determine for your own child what you would like for your child to be and not to be. And they say, no, you yeah, can't even say that. That's your seed, which your seed produced. Mhm. Okay. And I did you before I came on. Did you uh, mention this week's final call, Brother Terrence? Uh, I did mention the headline. I did mention the kidnap by USA, but I did okay. mention yes. um, God has That's come to answer our cry. And then they, just recently, I've seen her being welcoming open arms back in Iran, and people are loving her and embracing her. And people should also go to um, Minister's Facebook page and his Twitter and to see the interviews that he did in Iran. Um, but, yeah, the, uh, the detention of our black journalists from Iran Iran in, in the United States that got released and then got a lot uh, oppressed by, you know, that, and as it says on the cover, kidnapped by U.S. government. So the government, while the shutdown was going on, they're kidnapping people. That's why you got to always be watching. When certain things are going on over here, make sure you stay looking to the right. I know our brother, Grandmaster Anthony, always, you know, we do certain techniques, and you got somebody down, you always watch your back. You always watch your back because the enemy, even though they're doing something over here, like I said, they're going to be also working over here. They always have mass distraction. Uh, why they going somewhere else doing mass destruction? Oh, and and that's Lee Daniels, the name, uh, the director of Empire. Oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. also directed the Butler, um, but he is a uh, homosexual himself. And so all of these black actors from the program, and then just from Hollywood in general, just all came on condemning uh, being homophobic. I mean, it's just it's amazing how. The the real target of all that's going on in America is is never mentioned, and that's the right. black man and woman. But like you said, he wasn't attacked. He didn't have a noose put around his neck because he's gay. He had a noose put around his no. neck because he's black. Yep, and yeah, people would debate made, that. That may have people... been something uh, supplementary that they threw in. But they, they, it's not right. as though they would not have bothered him if if he were 
uh, his in his nature. I don't even like using the the term straight or even heterosexual because there's no such thing as this conflict. You know, it, right? It, a, a law of God created you uh, to be male or female, dominant male or female. He did not make a mistake. It's, right. it's either your your cultural exposure, uh, it, it can be chemical, as Dr. Wesley Muhammad has taught, it may be chemical, uh, chemicals that are consumed not only by your mother during pregnancy, but, the, but what we eat growing up as babies and, and toddlers. They announced this morning that all these little boxes of juice they sell uh, for babies that they have lead in these containers. Even the ones labeled organic have Crazy. lead in them. It's we organic have... material on the inside, but the label or, or the container is dangerous and poisonous. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, anyhow. Um, well, I mean, that's a, that's a lot on the table, as you have already gone over, uh, Dr. Avery. Oh, I, I forgot one more thing. I, I did want to do a shout-out. Um, on on this on this show, and I, I am so happy to be a member of the Nation of Islam and follow Minister Farrakhan and understand that we have friendship in all walks of life. Uh, and I made a Facebook post out there even last week about me being in Charlottesville, uh, Virginia. I went down there for my job to speak uh, with our senior vice president. So I just put a little blurb out there to let people know where I was, just in case you didn't see me no more. And the overwhelming response of people like, I got you, I got you. If you need anything, we got folks there, we'll be there. And it was just a very, very, very nothing joyous like thing. Yeah, it's nothing like it when people respond. <laughs> and But it's because of that love when I watched the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan that, you know, when Brother Demetrius did that article, I, we are, I am Farrakhan meaning that people love him so much that you see an army that you do see an army that you don't see, meaning that you see the brothers and sisters in the bow tie, the head pieces, but there's an army of people that love the minister, the dentist, the mail carrier. There's so many people that love the minister that will come to his aid, come to his defense, that love and support financially, verbally, and however they support him, they love him, and they'll be there for his defense because of the love that he shows. So as long as we do as he does, the minister has friendships in all walks of life, not just the NOI, from the musical world, from the theatrical world, from the sports world, from the brothers and sisters just in the neighborhood, mothers who have lost their children, uh, from actually white Jews uh, that actually love the minister, those that are not of the synagogue of Satan. So they are, you know, there are a lot of people that love the minister. So we are very thankful um, I'm very thankful to be in, under his guidance yes, to try to follow his footsteps to love people that when you just put an inkling out there that people will come to your rescue and come to your aid only if you are doing the work of justice, freedom, justice, and equality, living a righteous life, and in truth, and you have love for the people. So it was just a wonderful feeling to have that, and I think that all of us should be striving to work for the people and if you do that, then God will take care of you and provide for you the necessities that you need in life and the security that you may need as you're going out. Yeah, the current uh, center article by the minister and the current January 30th 
issue of the Final Call newspaper is God has come to answer our cry for justice. And we know he has come, and so now it is time to act because all of these situations are only demonstrating that we live in a cage called America. So we have cycles that we go through and and ebb and tide where we'll have a decade or so where we make progress and then we fall back and then we make a little progress and then we fall back. Uh, Brother Ashad Muhammad and I did a program on WVON this past Sunday on color, uh, the issue of color. And that came out of one of our callers several weeks ago um, was very upset. She called in very upset with us. Most of you saw the story on the young brother in high school uh, on the wrestling team who was forced to stand and have his dreadlocks cut off right right before a wrestling match. And he was humiliated by a white racist free and his hair was cut in front of everyone. Now mind you, this is this is in high school. You think back, all of us were exceedingly sensitive in our in our high school years. Okay. High school That's right. is a time when you're making that transition from childhood to adult and you're very sensitive. So you add that to the fact that he humiliated him uh, and and this young brother is is the child of a white female and a and a black man, all right. So we kept calling him black. Well, the caller said, "Don't refer to him as black. He's biracial. His mother's white, so so basically he doesn't get to be black, okay? Because his right. mother is white, Crazy. and that." And, of course, I told her, you know, appreciate what you're saying, and you're absolutely incorrect. And the Honorable Elijah Muhammad teaches us there are two kinds of people in this world, original people and made people. And if you have a black father, you are original, okay? I'm not getting into the politics or the culture or the error, in, in my view, of a black man being with a white woman and just depending on what, why, and how. So you can't, you can't make blanket statements like that. And, and, so, and then I said, remember that biracial is a term that's considered uh, an improvement over the word mulatto, which is a term used in the slave trade and in the institution of slavery. That's right. And so That's when right. you a black person start calling your own brother biracial and kicking him out of the community, you're buying into the divisiveness of white folks. And and all that to say, it goes back to what Minister Farrakhan taught us. As long as we live with white people, we'll live under them. We're always going to argue with each other, dispute with one another. And we raised the question, Brother Shah and I, so if if biracial kicks you out, and, and white people certainly aren't accepting him, so is this a new race, a third race called biracial? And if that's the case, how far away are the rest of us? Because most of us are multiracial. Exactly. We're, 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 we're not the blue, black, 
perfect skin, white teeth, uh, people that were snatched from Africa. We're not Kenyan. We're not a jet black member of the tribe of Shabazz, as was the father of Master Fadid Muhammad. Not who made decision. And I told, I told the, the uh, person, so what does that do with the rest of us? If you saw Halle Berry coming down the street, what would you think she is? She's she's black. She's a black woman, all right. Period. But then, oh, her mother's white. You, no, you can't. You can't be with us. You're biracial. That's not how it was on the plantation. This devil took this thing all the way to Octoroon. That's right. You are one eighth black, and therefore you are property. So listen. The point being, the longer we stay with these people, the crazier we sound and look. And we talked about bleaching cream, and we talked about blonde hair and uh, green and blue contact lenses and all of this. Look at the energy and time we have to spend on race that we would not have to deal with if, if it was just us. Certainly we're going to have problems, but it won't be that problem, okay? So anyway, we got a lot of calls. We're already, we're all, we've already, Brother Terrence, you and I, we've had a long opening here that, we, that we've just about <laughs> exhausted. So we're going we're gonna to go right to the top, and our loyal, long-awaited, Sister Ula has a comment. Sister Ula, assalamualaikum. Assalamualaikum, salam, Sister Ava and Brother Terrence. How are y'all young people doing? Oh, I love <laughs> We're waiting to hear for the menu. Oh, yeah, there you go. Oh, you know me, don't you? Fried chicken, fried ocean. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. fried chicken. Fried That's chicken, new on the menu. fried ocean perch. Two types of lentils. You know, they came from Muhammad Farms, the brown lentils. And we had red lentils with carrots and onions and garlic. And you know how we do it here at Ula's Kitchen. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Sister Ava, um, I, I just want y'all to put a prayer out for me because I'm trying hard to get to say this me, okay? Yes, ma'am. Say a prayer for me, you know. I was able to go yes, um, meet you 2016 when you was in Detroit. Was that 2017 when you was in Detroit? That was. In 2016. I think it was 2017. Um, we were in yep. Chicago. And, we were in Chicago for 2018. Right. Right, right. But 2017, we're in Detroit. Yeah, and we will be in Detroit. Plus, we will be in the Holy Day of Atonement, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were in the Detroit for the Day of Atonement, yes. Right. Yes, ma'am. You know, somebody said I was holding a brother's hand, and I was actually, the brother was disabled. I was helping him to walk, you know? I mean, they come with so many things that I'm not doing until I I, I had to laugh at it, you know? 
the yes. name, the key with life, Sister Ava, is enjoying the spur of the moment, thanking Allah for everything he has blessed us with, health, happiness, money, good homes, and friendship in all walks of life. So I just want to thank you, Sister Ava. I love you dearly. And, uh, and a slight lieutenant, you all right with me. Something to give you the grade. I'm still out of the way. Thank you so much, Sister Rupa. We, appre- we appreciate you, absolutely. Okay, we're going to go to Brother Daryl. All right, so I'm going to some family. Happy, happy Savior's Day. Thanks a lot. Oh, happy yes, Day. sir. Tomorrow is yeah. February 1st. Yes, ma'am. Hello. I am so happy that uh, Allah blessed me with my firstborn to be born on the Savior's birthday. So that's my Savior's Day gift. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. And I am so happy to uh, let my daughter know you don't realize you are special. Like I said, we all. What you mean, your children? He said, all our children are special. But I was so grateful when I was looking at the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, 1974, that was my Savior's Day gift when I was looking at the messenger. I, he blessed me with a, a firstborn daughter, Ebony. And I'll uh, remind her every year, you're born on a special day, God's birthday. And she smiled. But I want to thank you, Sister Sister <clears throat> Ronan, and all the staff, parents, and Dr. Risley and our brothers from down under. It is so beautiful to hear how you speak so eloquent about when you be speaking, I love it when you say when they come from the other side of the hotel, walking through the tunnel over the street and walk right <laughs> into heaven. <laughs> we be walking right into heaven. I don't ever want to go home when I go to Savior's Day. I, 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 I can't wait. Isn't that awesome? This, uh, yes. All meeting and all of us getting together. And, and like you said, we are not till we separate from this beast. Because we will always be at odds longer around him. We become like them, like you said, the green contact, the blonde hair, and all of this. And I was just going through the books, and I thank Allah for a sister that spoke last Thursday when she said she was going through the books. She hadn't read them in a while, and she was talking about the fall of America, and she was just going through these books. And um, I never really ever got a chance to go through the books the way I wanted to with uh, our restricting law is our success. That is the key. Uh, just when the first introduction of it, my mother was reading it, it just, just opened my heart and mind. And so instead of waiting like the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, why well, wait till you get 75 years old to learn how to live? And what is that? Obey Allah. And the restrict the law is it. It's our success. And if we blow the dust off that book and get into it with all our hearts so we wouldn't have all this going on in the nation. We are so far away from that. And he said, you know, we, and I'm hearing the minister from way back talking, and it's bringing it right to modern time. So I'm not going to stay long. I just thank Allah for you, Sosaver, Brother Chance, and the Nation of Islam. I am so happy to be a part of the Nation of Islam. I can't wait the Thursday come to hear all of you all for and and and, I, and uh, it's just it's just this deal. I'm almost like speechless because I'm so happy, and it just uplifts me in my soul. So I thank Allah for you, 
the whole team and tell Sister to come up and behind that sycamore tree. We got to still hear from her, Dr. Sister Rona. I love you all. Happy Savior's Day. And may Allah continue to bless the show. Oh, one more thing. Did you hear about this? Uh, I think it's a Mexican that the rape his daughter, then rape her a friend. Then they let him go twice for a $10,000 bond. And then he got out again and raped a 19 month old baby. It's sad that this judge need to go to prison. Why won't they go against the uh, judges that's letting these people out like this? And I had spoke about my nephew. First offense, he said yeah. I didn't do it, and he get 50 years. But here's this cracker letting this guy go twice. Then the third time he raped a 19-month-old baby. Now they want to come out. So that judge needs oh, to go to prison. God. You know, that judge needs to go to prison, the bottom line. They got to start going against the uh, judge because that means that you are a freak and you're doing this yourself to let this man get out twice, and then he raped a baby. I thank you for the show. May Allah continue to bless you all. Happy Savior's Day. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. I, I do want to uh, uh, make a point of clarification that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was told by Master Farad Muhammad, taught by him, that we don't know how to live until the age of 75. That's That's a natural part of our development. Right. Our our problem is we we have cut the lifespan so short from the way we live that seventy five is is considered elderly. When right. if we were and, and again it goes back to separation and living among ourselves, we we can't even fathom what life would be like. If we would That's go right. ahead and go among ourselves, you know, we, 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 we subject ourselves to unnecessary stress. And most of our illnesses comes from being around white people. If it's not That's outright right. racism, then it's a residual effect of racism. But certainly in the, in the food, as Dr. Rizzi called it, food substances, uh, food-like substances, that we consume, the chemicals in everything, the air even that we breathe, the water we drink, but then just the stress of interacting with these people on a daily basis. So we there there's this separation is the best and only solution. And all of us have got to now focus with a laser focus on forming our own community. That that's the only answer to this. Other than that, we'll you know, still be talking about this. Mm-hmm. No, no, I mean you're you're right, and and one of the things that um, we've said before before on this show, after we come out from Savior's Day, the joy and the happiness and the love that we have just to be around one another, then that that's why we have to actively segregate. Uh, I mean, separate um, because we need to be amongst our own where we can have this joy and happiness. Uh, so that's why these separation tours are necessary to get people signed up, and then you get signed up. It's not just sign up and say that you want it, but sign up and say that you want it, and then you're going to help to build it and work towards it, uh, just as the minister had asked us to give to the economic blueprint, which I have to give my $18.20 again this year, so that we can get land, so that we can build our own, and we can have our own and go for ourselves 
and be amongst ourselves and have that joy, have that. And it's just as I gave up certain things, becoming a vegetarian for over 20-some years, and I don't miss it. And that's the same way we're going to be about being away from them. You're going to start off, you may... You know, you may miss your white friend. You may miss Bob or Sally. But after a while, you ain't going to even notice them. You ain't going to even pay attention to them. But we have to have the, the mindset to leave. We have to have the mindset to want to go. Uh, it's almost like when a person decides to give up pork or give up certain foods because their life depends on it, uh, they're going to die if they keep eating these high cholesterols and all this grease and all this fat. They're going to die, so they give it up for life. So the question is, do you want to live or you want to continue to die amongst our open enemy? And, and believe what we say we believe, because if we do, we know that that's heaven. Heaven is being among ourselves. That's right. And I know I, I will not miss Heather or Sally for one second because I can't stand looking at them. And I, I that, that's how I felt before I came in the nation. But I know if you're in the nation of Islam, I know you're not going to miss no white folks. Right. Unless something is seriously, seriously wrong with you. And he, and now the, the with, with Donald Trump in office and the full manifestation of the characteristics of the beast, even even the slower Negro is starting to wake up. And also as our own mind returns and our own levels of creativity expand, we're also beginning to recognize the inherent inferiority of white people. It's it's not just, I don't want to be around you because you're dangerous, because I really, I really don't consider you dangerous. I know you're a dead man walking, but your slowness, your your ineptitude, your your inability to have a health care system, your inability to feed people. Something's wrong with you. When there's an abundance of food and on this planet, this this food can eat this earth this planet, it has been proven, can easily care for in abundance fifty billion people. There are five billion people on the planet. So it can right. it can nourish Ten times the number of people that live on it, and yet most of the people on this planet are suffering. They're in poverty. So why would I want my grandson and granddaughter to follow you and be taught by you? You don't know what you're doing. You, You don't know how to have a transportation system without spewing poison into the air. Every other week, you're coming out saying, my bad, you know, we, we gave you a pill uh, to help you with your blood pressure, and now we're finding out people are growing, you know, a third eye. People are dying right. of heart attacks. You know, uh, take this pill because you feel depressed, and then in little letters and, and the, the, the voiceover drops. You know, if you feel Depressed. If you take our pill and they show somebody walking in the park with their friends and smiling, you know, you open up the commercial and they're sitting in a dark room just staring. And then they take this pill and now they can come out in the park and they can go to lunch with their friends and take this and you, this is how you'll feel. And then the voice drops in, uh, but you may have feelings of suicide and 
you may want to kill your children and uh, blah, 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 blah. I mean, what? Who wants to live here? Right. A, a, a sociopath for a president. That's right. No. It, it, no. Who, who, who's actually in, in, in collusion with Russia? Here's, and then I'm going to stop. I just have to say this. Tell me how it is, Brother Terrence, that you are the president of the United States. Your personal attorney gets convicted of of uh, fraud and obstruction and all this stuff. Your personal lawyer gets convicted and sentenced to prison. And what he gets convicted of involves you. Come on. Your national security advisor is convicted. You know, six of your closest advisors <laughs> have been convicted of criminal offenses. And some are going to jail, some got probation, more people are being indicted. You know, now another one of your close billionaire friends and advisors was just arrested uh, Friday, I think it was. And he already called himself, he called himself, uh, he, he said he used his dirty tricks, something to that effect, out of his own mouth. Well, the, right. the feds, and, you know, it goes back to what Brother Daryl was saying, how they, they loathe bringing the law down on other white people. But the feds rolled up to his house at about 3 in the morning with 29 agents and about 17 automobiles um, with the lights flashing, and he claims they terrorized his wife and his dogs. But they cuffed him and dragged him in. So all of this is going on around you, and people are being arrested because of things they have said and done with you and pertaining to you and on behalf of you, and you're not charged. Right. Who wants in a country like that? If I was white, I would want to live here. <laughs> and the sad thing, Dr. Ava, after all of what you said, People believe and support, and I keep telling people Donald Trump is not the problem. The issue is that there's a large segment of the population that believe and support him well, and agree, right. which is beyond deep. Yeah, you're exactly right. See, we have to look at it from the perspective you're raising. Don't look at it as that individual. He is the personification of who the country is. Exactly. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is the Honorable Elijah Muhammad's national representative. He's the quintessence of the fruit of Islam. That's right. He is the faith of the nation. Okay? The president of the United States also is the quintessence of the country. That is why the one and only chance America had to be saved is when the black man was in there, who was void of scandal, void of any scandal, his whole two terms. And yet he was vilified 
tied and, and hands were tied. But to your point, it's not Trump. It, it represents America. But he has another base. He has – the man is at both ends of the spectrum. The reason he's in the White House, he has the poor white, low-information person at one end. The the MAGA, is that what they call themselves now? Make right. America MAGA Great Again? Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing. It's a movement. Okay. Yep. So you have the group, the people whose jobs he sent away, the people who can't even uh, make ends meet but love him because he's bringing back white only. But at the other end of the spectrum, he has another mm. base that's less known, and that is that 1%, those billionaires. That's right. Who got a 23% tax cut mm-hmm. complement of the Trump administration. There you go. So you said it. It's not about Trump. It's about America. This is who America is. That's right. White trash men and rich white trash men. And white women who are feeding them and nursing them to be what they are. Because a nation, didn't say the black nation, a nation can rise no higher than its woman. And the white woman is a low-life whore. So America can never be any better than a whore. That's what she is. Babylon has fallen. So we can either go down with her or we can carve out some land and we can identify and say to Trump, listen, we're going to take Alabama. I'm just calling this. Not This isn't official. Right, right, right. Or anything. I'm just saying. It makes sense that since we built this from nothing, you know, Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, you know, obviously Detroit, okay, up on the other end, and a few other uh, places. We're going to take those, and you all, you all go ahead and do what you got to do. Look, look at Europe. Europe is, is a uh, cluster of, of countries. Every time you go five miles in Europe, you got to take your passport out. You're in somebody's country. So it, it's not far-fetched nope, for us not. to carve out a, a piece of this. And black people don't need to be scared, and they're going to kill us all. That's what they're doing now when you try to mix up among them. Yeah, I don't know why you're waiting to think they're going to kill us later. When, like I said, they're doing it right now. In front of our face, on video camera. Right, right. And matter of fact, no, matter of fact, they're not just doing it in front of the video camera. We sitting there watching them do it and videoing it. We're not even stopping it. And we're watching it and then wondering yeah. why we don't want to leave. Because this is enjoyable well, for us. That's Minister Farrakhan's pet peeve. You know, when he, he said, how can you stand there, brother, with a cell phone and record a white man attacking your woman? You know, what is wrong with you? You should be all over him. You should, I mean, can you imagine uh, um, a a lion running up on a, a herd of zebra and grabbing a baby zebra, and they don't try to kick his head off, his face off. And I don't care if it's the line or not. Again and again. We're over the same thing. And that's why 
at a certain point, those who are ready to go, we just need to come on. I don't care if it's 10 Bingo. people. Yes, we, we just need to go. Like my husband said, just stop talking. And if, if we have to pile in, in one car and, and go to Mississippi, so be it. That's, that's how the United States got started, by the way, people. Separation. And they had to come across the Atlantic Ocean in the uh, 16th century. Yeah, put, put that in your, in your cap. So speaking of international travel, let's take a All little right. quick trip tomorrow. Let's go, let's go into the future. And let's hear from our brother from tomorrow, Brother Ruben Muhammad, our international correspondent. Brother Ruben, assalamu alaikum. Oh, wa alaikum salam, family, and a wonderful show today. How you all doing? Oh, brother, we're so fired up. We're so fired up. Two weeks. All praises to Allah. That's right, two weeks. And I I have been watching the weather going on in Chicago uh, from Australia, you know, the way they, they're presenting it on television, it's incredible. Um, compared to what we're going through here, you probably need some of the heat we had for the last week. Um, but something also interesting is happening on the other extreme here. We had those extreme 110, 120 degree days. Yeah. Yesterday, we got into thunderstorms and hail. And it was so cold at night, I actually had to put on my heater on, uh, and we're in the middle of summer. So just to show you how Allah is taking us from, you know, 100 and something right down to, you know, nearly freezing temperatures. So very interesting going on. Of course, here they're scratching their head saying, we've never seen this before. What's going on? It has to do something with climate change or maybe not. What about the polar vortex? They don't know what's going on, but the, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan told us to watch the weather. So I bear witness that um, he did not lie. He, he told us exactly what's going on. And after today... Because I want to hear from, from everyone else. I'll, I'll let everyone know, those who watch uh, some sport and play, the Australian Open tennis, uh, our sister Serena didn't make it through to the finals. But our, our other sister, Naomi Osaka, did make it and win the Australian Open. So she's won two Grand Slams in a row. She won last year when she beat um, our sister Serena Williams. And this Japanese, Japanese, Japanese. Her mother is Japanese. Her father is a black man from Haiti. And even in Japan, they're whitewashing all her commercials, trying to make her lighter. Till during the Australian Open, there was an interview that anyone can pull up on, on Twitter or on YouTube or uh, just put Australian Open you, you, and you can watch the interview she gave after she won the, um, the Grand Slam. She had to kind of tell everyone, I'm tan. It's pretty obvious. Here she couldn't use the language, I'm black or anything like that, but she's having to tell people, you know, look at me. And uh, unfortunately, they never, and she actually had to correct even a reporter saying, no, I'm actually half Japanese and my father is from Haiti. So uh, they, they don't want to, rep- you know, to, to, to have another incident like they had with Serena. Serena is very obviously black. She's a black woman from Compton, and they couldn't stand her even when she would win and defeat all the white girls that she played even while she was pregnant so uh this year we haven't had any incidents of blackface uh thank goodness because many of them would come to mock serena coming in blackface to the tennis so a lot of that um 
so-called, they call it casual racism here in Australia. They coined a new term where, you know, you're racist for a period when black people are excelling and then you go back to being yourself. So uh, that happened over the weekend here during the Australian Open. Also quickly, uh, during this trade war, a lot of things are happening on the uh, political front. Uh, America has now asked for the extradition, and I believe uh, Canada from yesterday's news will be handing over the um, the, uh, the Chinese uh, 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 executive from the company called Huawei. This is the largest technology manufacturer in the world. And these, this is a company that's beating Apple all over Asia and Africa and whatnot. Uh, but uh, America he has, he has uh, uh, put in an extradition request to Canada. And Canada, uh, from what the, the Prime Minister of Canada, who was on television yesterday, said that they're complying with the law. And it looks like they may very well hand her over. Uh, to America. So that's something to keep an eye on because at the same time, the intelligence agencies, FBI, CIA and whatnot, put out a um, a press conference that's very interesting to watch because they did, did not present any facts, but basically were warning all of the governments without any evidence or anything like that just to say it might not be a good idea to deal with this Chinese uh, maker of electronic Brother Ruben, you're uh, going out. Uh, the mobile, yeah, mobile communications, 5G. And 5G will change the world. Uh, Google it. And... Oh, you're going out again. You're at home and your mobile phones, your shopping experience, all of those things. And why, uh, if China leads this race into 5G, I mean, they're already ahead of the rest of the world anyway. Here in Australia, we were to have a 5G network over the next year. But because of uh, the security agencies of America warning everyone in the world, now everyone is actually pulling away from dealing with this Chinese company, who are the only maker of this technology right now. And so we are going to have a 5G network here in Australia, and probably the rest of the world will follow. And that's part of the trade war as well, because they are leading technology way past America. On the other front, the Chinese are retaliating. Uh, they're not buying farm equipment. So Caterpillar, uh, which is you know the world's largest heavy equipment maker, they make everything from uh, you know um, uh, uh, farm equipment to uh, heavy machinery for roads, etc. They dropped by nearly nine percent and accounted for about a third of the Dow Jones falling uh, just during this week. So. Part of the trade war, and of course, they said, you know, the Chinese are not buying the equipment anymore. The Chinese can make their own equipment anyway, and they have been doing that for a while. And other companies in the Asian area, like Samsung, they're heavy equipment makers. So the Chinese are putting their money where their mouth is and leading by example. So they're kind of saying, you're doing this to us, we're going to hit you with an economic boycott, and now America is hurting. So a good example for us to watch and observe because when the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan told us uh, to go on an economic boycott, some of us do, some of us don't, and when we do, we see the impact it has on these global multinational American companies as well. So keep up with the boycott because he never told us to go back shopping anyway. Uh, very quickly as well, the Chinese, uh, we talked about how they've landed on the far side of the moon, the only nation to ever do that. It's interesting that we still haven't received any new pictures. They did that about a month ago um, uh, from uh, the landing and what this rover has been doing. 
they're keeping very quiet what they're finding on the far side of the moon. This is what is also known as the dark side of the moon, the side that we never see. Uh, put the rover back into, it had been in asleep during the night because it's a solar-powered rover. It has been asleep for 14 days because, you know, the moon has, one day on the moon is 14 days or a daytime is 14 days and nighttime is 14 days so it's back up and let's see if the chinese share anything else with the rest of the world and also by the way uh it'd be very interesting for everyone who is online to go and see what nasa has been doing even during the shutdown they still kept releasing images of what the spacecraft in space have been doing the spacecraft that uh called osiris rex that visited what they call an asteroid called Bennu. They gave a very specific name to this uh, asteroid, B-E-E-N-U. And um, um, they they yesterday got to an orbit of about a mile above this so-called asteroid. If you look at it very closely, it reminds you of the huge walnut-shaped plane that the Japanese pilot back in 1980. Uh, six uh, recorded the Japanese pilot and the minister talked about this who who saw the mother plane and uh, you know it was recorded and tracked on radar and all those things Japanese flight I think it was 1628 go on YouTube and watch that interview this Japanese pilot gave have a look at the pictures of this so-called asteroid and you will see why America spent billions of dollars to get to it and what it might represent, even what they're saying it represents, actually. So, again, trying to understand more of the original man's technology and what we did when we were in charge of this planet and God of the universe. So I look forward to uh, hearing from everyone else today. May Allah continue to bless you. A lot more has happened. And, uh, family, keep your eye on Venezuela as well, because that U.S.-led coup is going on. And just so people understand why Venezuela is because Venezuela has more oil than uh, proven oil reserves, more than even Saudi Arabia. So you know what they do in the Middle East countries, so-called Middle East countries, when they want oil? Well, Venezuela is just down south of North America, and they're going after that oil. So may Allah continue to bless us all as we make our way towards Savior's Day, and I look forward to seeing you all soon, inshallah. I love you, family. Assalamu alaikum. Well, alaikum salam, and thank you for that report. Um, it, I, I didn't comment because uh, I, I wasn't on the first 10 minutes and Brother Terrence did a g- good job of uh, bringing uh, to light the fact that uh, a large swath of the United States has been um, dealing with record temperatures and uh, we haven't had this in Chicago for approximately 25 years. Um, and today, um, the temperature, the air temperature went up to one degree and it, it felt like we were all laughing because it felt like spring and at at one degree and still had a minus, uh, double digits air, uh, quality or the, the, what they call the wind chill factor and it it just demonstrates Allah's power and how he can make you be grateful and bow down you know for for sub zero temperatures because once you've been down to the low that we went to 
last night, which was minus 50 degrees uh, with the wind chill factor, and they had the list up. Uh, they called the roll, and Chicago is colder than the South Pole. Chicago is colder than base camp at Mount Everest. Chicago is colder than Siberia. Siberia had a higher temperature than Chicago. And I said, yeah, law is showing us what a real government shutdown is, how he can he can shut you down with air. So this, this little uh, uh, thing where you had to cancel a few flights and the mail slowed down, it pales in comparison to the, the way he brought Chicago to its knees. And uh-huh. I could only think on, you know, what the minister has taught us, and that is when when this happens, oftentimes it's not because of what Satan has done, but what he's planning to do. And so when you get these types of extreme weather conditions and realize this is one planet, and for it to be so hot that it will melt you in Australia and so cold here in Chicago that if your skin was exposed last night, you had approximately three to five minutes before frostbite would set in. You were instructed not to uh, breathe deeply. And the Honorable Elijah Muhammad wrote that. He said the time would come when you couldn't even breathe in without damaging your lungs. It would be so cold. Um, It was so cold last night that if you stared out too long and didn't continuously blink, your, your eyeballs would dry out and pop out. That's how cold it was. And it was impossible for business as usual to go on. So the, the God is showing you he's nothing to play with, and he's showing you and helping you make an informed choice when the minister stands up and calls for that vote on the uh, exodus. So I, I really appreciate that, uh, Brother Ruben. Let's see. We have – And and Dr. Ava, oh, yes, sir. I wanted to – there was an experiment somebody did. They got a pot of or a, a bowl, a pot of boiling water, and they threw it in the oh, air yeah. somewhere, and it became snow. I mean, that's when you talk about you know people need to really understand what you just said. You you're Come not on. and and it's it, it something when you say what you say is almost unbelievable because I remember being on social media about three four years ago. How many ever years ago that that snow came or that that frost came into Chicago and you saw statues just like the uh, the movie The uh, Morning After or whatever, and the whole lake was frozen, the statues were frozen, anything that had water outside was frozen. It just saw like ice sculptures, and it wasn't really ice sculptures. It was just that water that was on that sculpture that's frozen. And you just see everything yeah. frozen. You're like, where, do I li- where am I living? Is this a time warp? Is this some... <laughs> like this movie is being made. This no, it's like phenomenal. real. So when you talk about if you can't keep your eyelashes, like you got to blink or you get stuck. Like that's not like a joke. That's like like real. Right. Or your skin, or it's so cold that you would go into that. You know that shock. And I don't think people really understand that that weather that you're talking about. That is real. That's not even a joke. Yeah. And everybody I've been hearing 
they say, no, y'all don't understand. It's not like, no, okay, we just kind of cold. No, it's it's below, below. Right. Yeah, it's not just put on some extra uh, underwear or your heavy coat and, and gloves. This this weather is not survivable unless you you have equipment and clothing that really is designed to protect you in the Antarctic or climbing Mount Everest. You, we, we were instructed yesterday uh, by the meteorologists. They said, don't take your car anywhere without a survival kit in the car. Come on. Cable jumpers and flares and blankets. Now, just about everybody in Chicago has a down coat. You you pretty much have to have a down coat and or right. a fur coat to live here just through our normal winters. But that wasn't enough. You you had to have on at least three layers of clothing, then a heavy down coat that is specifically designed to, to fight this weather, and two pairs of gloves and a hat and your hood, and then your coat, these down coats come with the collars where it, it goes all the way up to your eyes or have your face wrapped up. People were wearing ski masks, and it th- this is no joke. People died in this. Um, churches were open and various places, even police stations, fire stations were open, and any any and everyone was welcome just to come inside because right. we do have a large home, homeless population. This is why I say, why do we want to live with white people? Let's forget race and let's look at competence. I want That's somebody right. running this society where you don't have people who are living on a sidewalk, some of whom fought in your wars. You know, when I hear the term uh, homeless veteran, that is an oxymoron to me. How how can you be a veteran and be home? They should give you a house. That's right. That proves these soldiers are not fighting for a nation. They are fighting for a corporation. This is not a country. As one of the panelists said, at one of our town hall meetings. The United States is a business. It is a corporation. And the minister was teaching that in the early 90s, that the national corporations have hijacked the U.S. government. There is no U.S. government. And this is why Trump is snickering at this poor white trash, laughing at them. Build that wall. Build that, and you know a wall that keeps people out also keeps you in. Just remember that. So we're going to uh, move along quickly. We have Sister Peggy. Let's get her comment in. Sister Peggy, assalamualaikum. Waalaikum salam, family, and happy Savior's Day. I hope Brother Rufus. Okay, I'm sorry, I forgot. I hope I'm Brother sorry? Ruben is okay. I said I hope that Brother Ruben is still listening because I think it was about yes, ago when I was riding around I was listening to NPR and I heard a BBC commentator talk to an Australian Aboriginal woman 
and one Aboriginal woman who whose father was a European. So her mother was Aboriginal, her father was European. Then they had the other lady who was an Aboriginal woman. And the one that was part European was going to celebrate Australia Day, and the one who was Aboriginal was going to um, not celebrate but participate in um, Invasion Day activities. And they had the both of them speaking about it. And so at the end, my conclusion was that they just do to them what they do to the rest of the oppressed uh, original peoples. They get in between them and divide and right. conquer, divide and conquer. It doesn't change anywhere, but I did get to hear that. And the next thing is I'm taking my grandchildren, my two of my granddaughters, to Savior's Day for the first time. We're going to be there together. And I just want to Uh-oh. let you know, um, they love <laughs> when they come to see me. Before they go to bed, they say, we want to hear the minister. So I'm thinking that they want to hear the Honorable Louis Farrakhan. They say, well, yeah, mm-hmm. but we really want to see Going Ham by Brother um, Abdul from Chicago, the one that's the school <laughs> or the principal. Yes. I can't remember which one. They love watching that. They all go to sleep on it, but they love watch, watching it. <laughs> and the third thing is, if someone can email me or text me or call me, maybe Sister Rona could, and tell me the name of that music that's at the end of the of the show, the beginning and the end. The one that has that. Oh, this show? Yes. Oh, that's uh, uh, Love Season by uh, Alex Bouillon. Okay. It's Love called Season. Love Season. Mm-hmm. Love Okay, thank you. And that's my, all my I have. My husband, my husband used to play that. Um, yes, ma'am. But my, my husband used to play that song for me in our early days, and I, that's that's one of my favorite songs on earth. <laughs> I just yes, love ma'am. it. I, I'm also a radio yeah, practitioner, and I'm looking for some music other than some Zen or Japanese music, and I was hoping I could find something. Maybe that was an album. And then there might have been a song that might have been a little more, uh, just a little bit different so I could use in my practice because I, I want to use something for black people, by black people. So anyway, so yes, assalamu alaikum and happy Savior's Day. Oh, yes, ma'am. We're fired. I'm looking forward to seeing you. I'm so happy right. that the granddaughters are coming. That's so awesome. Praise be to Allah. Yes. All right. Let's. Uh, well, we really ran the clock on this one. Love local family. Well, let's move on. This is Brother Ruben again. I just wanted to add a quick comment to what our sister just said. Uh, that is yes, very sir. true. What she what 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 she said. Uh, we had Australia Day on Saturday last week. Uh, the day after the show, and also running at the same, as I mentioned on last week's show, we had what the black Aboriginal people here celebrate. They celebrate it as Invasion Day, the day that the white man set foot on this part of uh, of the world, or what you know, this this continent. Unfortunately, what uh, the BBC reported is true, in that. Because of the stolen generation and many of the black women who were raped by the white men 
and made all of these uh, babies. Um, most of them were raised in so-called Christian mission schools where they were made to believe that uh, they are better than the original. So unfortunately, down the track, many generations later, because uh, the stolen generation only finished in 1971. So it's, uh, it's, it, you know, it's been just a couple of generations since the stolen generation uh, when they were taking the black babies from the black families and you know, kidnapping them and putting them in white homes or in mission uh, schools out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, many of those children have grown up believing they're not black or they are black in skin, but really they have a white mind. So many of them have actually adopted the customs of white Australia and they celebrate right along with the, everyone else here in Australia the day that they came to colonize the black people. And, of course, those who are black and aboriginal and, and look black, they kind of look at them thinking, um, you know, what, what's wrong with our children? They don't get it. So uh, those of us who like to watch movies, there is a very good movie that you can watch called Rabbit Proof Fence. I'm almost sure you can get it free on YouTube. Um, Rabbit Proof Fence It details the story of three girls who escape from one of these mission schools and walk across the continent following what they call uh, or what was put in Australia a rabbit proof fence to protect rabbits going into the farmland that the white people had colonized. And it's a very interesting. You'll see it played out with black actors exactly how it happened. And, of course, it's made for TV, so you don't get all too much of the horrific stuff, kind of like Roots was made for TV. You don't really get it. Uh, unless you, you know, go into the yeah. actual history of of, of uh, the, the uh, our sojourn in America. So I just wanted to say that, uh, and, and keep in mind, they, 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 the whole thing of the white Australia policy was to do Yakub in reverse. Kind of try, I'm sorry, not Yakub, just do exactly like what Yakub did on the island of Lawrence. They were going to breed out the black people so there would be no black people here in Australia. They were very successful, and today there's only about 500,000 of the original people left on the entire continent of Australia that's as big as uh, the United States. And most of those would have to tell you they're Aboriginal people because most of them are actually look and can pass for white people. So I uh, just wanted to say that. Thank you for the extra time. Assalamu alaikum, family. <laughs> Oh, well, alaykum salam, and, and that is uh, quite uh, material to this whole discussion tonight, that separation is, is so critical that, that we move out on it now, uh, because we will always have to contend with these issues. You know, Brother Lewis sent me a text, you know, reminded me that the whole color hierarchy in in the state of Louisiana is uh, particularly intense and you know the other side of the whole biracial multiracial thing is you know our own people who don't want to be black and will tell you you know I'm creole I'm this I'm that I'm irish I'm because we are hybrid and what happens is when you live in a system that is based on a doctrine of white supremacy and for nearly 500 years the 
thought has been driven into our DNA that white is superior to black. And so if you have racism, you have to have colorism because after raping our mothers and and creating this hybrid of various complexions, the same rapist white man now assigns a value standard. And so if white is God, and we know uh, Jesus is white, Santa Claus is white, the good fairy is white, in the Wizard of Oz, Glinda the Good Witch is wearing white and is white, and her wicked witch sister is all dressed in black and is green, um, this, this affects us from childhood upward. And so the dark and black get back, yellow is mellow. I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, and we, we've, we've gone through a series of categorizations, nigger, colored, Negro, Afro-American, African-American. Ever since we've encountered white people, they've been white. They've, they've never been anything else. Look look at the continuity that they enjoy. That's They're right. white people. Yeah. So the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, you're black. You're black. Deal with it. Love it. Embrace it. Look up in the sky. You know, Allah created himself from the material that he came out of, which is the blackness of space. Look at Look at their scientists, he told us. They tell you that black produces white, but white cannot produce black. But they have us wrapped up. And so we, we carry that color hierarchy even into and among ourselves. And and just, even when we stand up and say, you know, I bear witness there's no God but Allah, we, we, we still somewhere harbor this, you know, yellow is mellow. And you see it all throughout our society. Most of our HBCUs were uh, founded uh, on the, the, the financing of for rich people who came from a heritage of plantation ownership and whose fathers and them produced, quote, mulatto children. And that term, as I said, fell out of vogue, and then it was replaced. And it's white women who really brought the term biracial back into vogue because they don't want to have black children. You lay down with a black man and get pregnant and have babies, but you don't want your children to be black. So you call them biracial. And now you have... This mixed group that, as the minister has taught, it has exploded in America. And we just need to stop this. And we must understand the, the, the biology of the Savior. We're talking about a jet black member of the tribe of Shabazz who makes a scientific, conscious, and deliberate decision to produce a child through a Caucasian woman, not one of these trashy women over here, but from the Caucasus mountain, to produce a child that would exhibit a certain appearance. Because you you can be black as the ace of spades and be 
Look at look at Clarence Thomas on the Supreme Court. Who's whiter than him? Mm. He's black as you can get and be in America, but he got his white wife and his white in his mind. Henry Louis Gates is white in his mind. So That's color right. is just something melanin imparts. You may or may not uh, perceive yourself as black, but we're taught if you have a few drops of melanin, you're in, you're original. That's how much juice melanin has. So just deal with it. But we we and and as we're taught, we had light skinned people before white people came on the planet. We had a range and an array. Of complexions, but we didn't have, we didn't have this issue. We weren't saying black step back. <laughs> it was it was it was the introduction of the made man that that caused all these problems. So let me let me hurry up and give somebody else a, a moment. We have <laughs> Sister Rhonda. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Sister Ava, Dr. Ava, I I was talking to Sister Rona. I told her to convey this message to you if I didn't hear from you. Here, here you know, talk to you tonight. I have not laughed so hard in the uh, 10, 20 years. Oh, my God, what you were saying about white people and how they behave. I just got this picture in my mind. It was so profound. I was like, oh, my God. At first, I was a little, had some transparency. I said, oh, maybe I can live amongst them. Maybe it's me. You know, maybe I'm being a little too harsh. When you just did how they behave and how they do things in your face, they don't care how they do it, and they'll look in your face and, and just do anything, and they say, oh, did I do that? Like, they don't even know what's going on. And I'm like, oh, my God, did she put it in perspective? Perspective, or you missed your calling. I'm gonna tell you, you missed your calling. You another Oprah. I'm serious. Like, you need to be on a panel. Oh, if everybody can hear this, you'll have white folks laughing at themselves if you said what you said tonight in front of an audience. They would be laughing like, "Oh my God, she knows us!" Like, oh, I, I have. No, I was sitting here laughing, bawling, laughing like. Oh my God! Everything you said was so on point. You just brought the whole screen alive. I mean, what you say? I'm like, oh my God! This lady, you depict white people like I've never heard nobody. I've I've, I've never heard a scholar talk like you talk about. You know this whole thing about white and the supremacists. They just, they won't get yes, back. Man. They know they out of time, but they think they still in time. You know, it's just like yes, the naivety of them, you know, it's mm-hmm. just, That's right. it blows exactly. me away. Like you said, everything you said was like what they feeding us and they can just give us anything. Mm-hmm. And, and then our people, they'll take their pills. Like I have a brother, he's been on high blood pressure medicine and the minute you speak about holistic approach, he, oh, my doctor. my The doctor got him crazy, Ava. Yeah. I mean, mentally, God. if they say God. take a pill, they take it. It's just, 
unheard of how our people are so put to sleep. They just, my doctor, let me go check with my doctor. Yo, doctor is you. (laughs) What? (laughs) You know, follow the Lord. You got a doctor in yourself, you know. And everything they listen, not doctor, and they ain't getting no better mentally, physically, emotionally, or spiritually. And I just, when you was talking, I laughed so hard. I yes, could ma'am. Not well, it's, and it's I wanted to say one more thing before I hang up. Every you was talking yes, about ma'am. the weather and how cold oh. and severely cold. But don't every time they go into this space thing, you know, you, I heard uh, Brother Ridgely, uh I mean, uh, Ruben talk about uh, the Chinese went into space or something. Doesn't that affect this weather? You thinking? Um, as far as the severity of this coldness, could they be tampering or what? What do you think? Okay. Yeah, there, there's an impact on the the atmosphere of the release of all of the the fuel, uh, the chemicals. Mm-hmm. But Brother Ruben is still on. Brother Ruben, are you with us? Uh, yes, love to get ma'am. You. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. I think I think um, Sister Rhonda's raising a good point because I've had other people raise that point. And uh, we've had had it addressed in the final call a little bit too. But your 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 perspective on that, on the the impact on what is being done on this planet by people, yeah, by white they, folks they, particularly. That's right. The, the weather manipulation is is very real. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do a simple Google search on. They have um, something called HARP, H-A-A-R-P, that is one of these um, uh, um, things under, they say, uh, scientific research, but some of these are military weapons that deal with weather modifications. So uh, microwave technology that heats up the upper atmosphere to cause Mm -hmm. um, different kind of, you know, like when it's supposed to rain on earth on farmland, they can make it rain out in the sea. So then Mm -hmm. you can bring about drought. But uh, do a Google search on technologies such as HARP. These are real things. They're HARP military facilities that you can Google and see where they are. Weather modification uh, has is true and has been around for many, many decades uh, since they started seeding clouds. So they have tried to do like Allah and the scientists do, uh, manipulate the weather to use weather as a weapon as well. So there's quite a lot of information online, and that's actually one of the weapons of destruction that they use or have attempted to use. And you can even read how they plan to use it in some of the uh, uh, so-called third world nations in the world. So I'll just okay. finish on that. As-salamu alaykum. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And thank you, Sister Rhonda. We really thank you so much. God bless you. I love you, Sister Dave. Love, love you back, beloved. Awesome. Thank you. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's the voice of God. I thought I heard the voice of God come through. Oh, my fault. Hello, Sister Rona. Oh. Uh-oh. What? I miss. Okay. Okay. All right. We're going to go to... And now, of course, my screen is acting up. I think we've been really jamming too much on this show tonight. Brother Hoyle has a comment. Assalamu alaikum, brother. Terrence. How you doing, brother? Today, brother, 
Sister Ava, they can't help themselves. They they, they can't help. I, um, when Sister Ava came to Memphis, Brother Darius, Sister Ava, and I, and, and uh, Brother Lewis, we went to get coffee. Sister Ava, you remember? We had oh, some room private to ourselves, and they were just coming in, just, uh, you know, yeah. sitting right next to us. You remember that, Sister Ava? They just stare them out of our space. Like, we all would yeah. stop and just stare, and they would get up. But they they can't help it. Yeah. A group of black people sitting together, they got to, ooh, I got to listen in. I'm like, what is going on? Uh, uh, you know, but this is nothing new, you know. You are working on jobs. Uh, you can be in a store. You know, uh, you can be talking to a believer, hear somebody coming around, picking up, uh, walking by you. You know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just they're, they're the international, like Honorable Elijah Muhammad, the international snoop, you know, international snoopers. Yeah, um, they can't help them. They fear what it is we're talking about. They fear that. Uh Uh-huh. They fear that. I mean, so, you know, every day, as I say, is a case for separation. I wanted to talk about, since Dave, I know we're pressed for time, some beautiful articles in the latest Final Call. Uh, I saw uh, Love It or Leave It, and they're talking about how many black people are leaving and going to Africa. Oh, yes. it's about Brother Brian E. Muhammad, and uh, they're talking about Ghana, how Ghana is asking for our people to come back, you know, and uh, come back to, you know, to to live and be, have dual citizenship like a Brother Akbar. And there's so much going on, uh, Sister Ava, the situation in uh, Venezuela where uh, uh, Maduro, where they're trying to uh, topple the uh, the president there. And uh, Britain uh, owes uh, that, uh, Venezuela a whole lot of gold. And they refuse to give them their gold back. And like uh, Brother Ruben said, they're the number one oil producers in the world. And, uh, you know, like you say, America's a big oil corporation anyway. And um, I was just uh, talking about that. There's something else I wanted to uh, let you know. It was a policeman, Sister Ava. I don't know if you saw it on Facebook, but this was in Detroit um, uh, that happened. Put the poor sister out talking about it and put it on his page, uh, Black Sisters Rock. You know, he was filming the sister after he took her car. She just had an expired license plate and started making fun of her. Made her walk in the uh, 40 below uh, weather. Oh, sister, maybe in her 20s. Uh, made her get out the car uh it made her walk home and was, you know, calling her names. This was a policeman, a white policeman, uh, saying bye, Felicia. And, you know, it was like a, a racial mockery in the sister walking home in the cold. I don't know. She made it home because her mother had made the news. But there's, like I said, each day, and I heard of the situation where the uh, brother in Texas was hung down in the uh, jail uh, with Sandra Bland. Um like I said, we're running up on situations every day. And also there's a beautiful article um, by a student minister, one of our student minister's sons, uh, Brother Rodney Muhammad, um, young young brother Rodney. This is his son. He's the same age as my son. He has the same name, Brother Rahman. And he has a beautiful article called uh, Denounce Farrakhan, a demand to 
reciprocate denouncement. And Couple I just want to read this. This is what brothers bring. Oh man, this is powerful. He yes, said, "If you want us to, as a people, to denounce Farrakhan, then you have some denouncing to do as well." And he said, "Denounce the prolific." Uh, perpetrators of Europe that funded and participated in enslavement. And then he said, denounce Christopher Columbus and denouncing the founding fathers of Little, Little America and the backs of slaves in the Indian. He said, denounce white America that continued the mistreatment of the darker people of America after shadow slavery. He said, denounce the FBI for spying on black beavers. And he said, denounce J. Edgar Hoover. Yeah, I mean, he went down the line, denounced America for her involvement in facilitating the spreading of disease among the masses of people and poisoning the food and the coloring of the population. Denounced the media controllers. This is a powerful little article. I'm so proud of this little young brother. He's just 20 years old. This is a powerful article. It's in the Youth Speak uh, uh, editorial. I'm so proud of that brother. When I see him, I'm going to congratulate him. But... Uh, Disabled, like like Mr. Farrakhan said, uh, what he said, you saw the movie Day After Tomorrow. He said, well, a lot of God is going to make that look like child's play. So um, we have to get that, um, I guess, the survival, um, the survival meetings together. So um, beautiful job, brothers and sisters. That's about all I can say. And, uh, and happy Savings Day, family. Well, happy Savior's Day to you too, beloved. Yes, right. Happy Savior's Day. Mm-hmm. All right. Salam alaikum. Oh, well, alaikum salam. Happy Savior's Day to you. Brother uh, Hoyle is such a uh, crack soldier, and he's a top fisherman. And, That's uh, right. He also, um, now, see, the reason he's successful with fishing and with um, selling the final call because he reads the final call. Come on, come on. He, he has right. product knowledge. And that's what you got to do. Okay, we're we uh, we're going to. I'm sorry. Awesome. Oh, we almost down to the last few. Oh, no, I, I can't believe it, and and unfortunately we've missed uh, uh, Brother Khalil Muhammad was going to call in, uh, and appear, it appears I'm getting a note from him. He's been on waiting, but we don't see him um, on the on the screen. You know, so in the interim, and and we're down to just a couple of minutes, but let me get Sister uh, Darcel, who's been on for so long. Sister Darcel. Assalamualaikum. Thank you so much for taking my call. I pray to Allah that you would. I just want to say that I'm going through a situation, but I trust and believe this this still can pass. I was reading something that you gave to me, and I want to acknowledge I pledge to use my voice, my actions, and my life force to manifest freedom, justice, equality, to reject destructive behaviors and thoughts, especially those that inhibit unity and to atone with myself and others so that I can be part of a reality 
I want to see for myself, my family, and my nation. Peace be unto you. Assalamu alaikum. Oh, well, like well, Salam, beloved. We, we appreciate that so much. And what we're going to do uh, when I get off of this uh, program, I'm going to. Uh, I want Brother Khalil, if he can hear me, to know we we do not see anywhere on the screen the the number we have for you, uh, Brother Khalil. So let me find out what happened um, and what went wrong. Um, and we'll make we'll make room for you uh, next week. But in the interim, brother, brother uh, Terrence, we have come to the end of our two-hour program, and this has been a wonderful yeah. discussion on Savior's Day and and really on why Savior's Day is so important and why we need to be there. But we can't keep coming and basking in the joy of it year after year and then going back to business as usual. Um, right. Desire feeds the will. If we desire to leave white people, that will feed the will to leave white people. And if we have a strong will, then we will make a way. That's where that saying came from, where there is a will, there is a way. So I want to thank uh, you, Brother Terrence, I want to thank, of course, our beloved sister Rona. I want to thank all of those who called in and logged in tonight. So remember, please uh, call in and be with us next Thursday to get your final um, information regarding Savior's Day because next uh, week, next uh, show, next Thursday, is actually one week after. That's right. My God, may Allah bless us all with love and the light of understanding as I leave you in peace. As-salamu alaykum. Wa alaykum as-salam.